I grew up in the state of Georgia, but I got to Texas as fast as I could. And a lot of people send me messages and they tell me they don't like Texas at all and they don't understand why I do. Well, for those of you with that attitude, chances are it's probably best for you to stay away. That was Chad Prather, what they call an internet sensation. That was the beginning of one of his YouTube videos. You can actually see the entire video right now about why Texas is wonderful and we should all stay away. <laughs> if you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com, that video is waiting for you. And so we're going to take the next 20 minutes and just get to know him because it's always nice to make new friends, especially when they're funny and opinionated and quirky like Chad Prather. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. Is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this, this, is, this is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Hi, my name is Chad. Hi, Chad. <laughs> this is like my support group. I, I, I feel comfortable already. I'll, exactly. Hello, Chad. Yeah, everybody start clapping. You know, I'm fascinated with this app. I'm fascinated with this app. Oh, I've told everybody about it now. They, they should be paying us to promote Ringer. Yes, they should. It works. It works well, huh? Yeah, it sounds like we're in a studio together, even though we're talking on our phones. And they're actually prototyping it or whatever. They're not actually releasing it until, I guess, September. So I'm we're, t- we're test rats right now, you uh, and me. gotcha. Yeah. So, Chad, you need to bring us up to speed on you a little bit. Like, tell us the network that you work for. Sure. So, Ride Television Network is an equine lifestyle network. So, we're a network about horses. Oh, okay. But we, we focus on the lifestyle around horses, the, the people that are impacted by horses and, and their influence in their life. So, we don't, we don't do shows specifically about how to ride a horse or how to saddle a horse or how to care for a horse. We don't do that. We're more of kind of a Bravo network. We do reality shows. We do documentaries. Mm-hmm. We'll do some competition stuff. My show is a travel comedy show. So they'll send me to these big equine <laughs> events all around the country, literally all around the world. We'll go and we'll feature that in a segment. Hey, you know, we're here. We're This is this event. This is what they're doing here. And then we might talk to some people there. And no matter where I go, you've seen my yes. videos. Well, no matter where I go, I am dressed Western. I've got the cowboy hat on. I've got a button-up shirt. I've got starch jeans, the boots, the whole deal. Now, I may be in the middle of Manhattan. <laughs> and talking to people in Times Square, I may be, you know, in Chicago, but I'm still going to be dressed that way. And we do that on purpose in order to get the reactions, the real reactions from people um, you know, some people, they just don't know what to do with that. It is very counterculture, but we get great responses. And so, you know, I kind of have that quick wit where I can bounce off of people really, really yeah. fast. And so it turns into not only does it showcase these locations in a positive way, but it also causes people to laugh. It's a funny show. They said, you know, we want to hire you to do this travel channel show or this tra- travel type show. And we're going to pay you to go around and meet strangers <laughs> Eat in great <laughs> restaurants, go to the best venues, and and you know have fun, make people laugh, and do that. And I said, well, I've been doing that for free for twenty five. It's great. What so, a great job. You know, I mean, that's perfect. I mean, the first thought that comes to me yeah. is so self absorbed. Like, how do you get a job yeah. like that? I mean, that's incredible. They found me. It's funny because when when they started this network and and they were getting ready to launch it, they had this idea they were going to do 
kind of an ESPN type sports center show, but for horses and the horse culture. And they said, would you come in? Have you ever read off a teleprompter? We, we want to do a screen test. I came in and, you know, aced all of their exams. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, but you know what? You're kind of quirky. So why don't we do something a little bit? Because I don't know that the horse culture can handle you be, trying to be serious. And I said, all right, well, let's do that. I said, I said, they said, so we have this show idea in mind, and they presented that. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to be How doing that. How long have you been doing it? I, I, I need to be doing that. So I started doing that. We're coming up on a yeah. year. Uh, we, we started production on that show in August. August. It was late August of Almost last year. year was when we started yeah. doing the pilots and the, and the screen tests. And, and so we've evolved. We're, we've done we're three quarters of the way through the second season of that now. And, and a lot of folks, you know, we are distributed in certain parts of the country on small cable and satellite providers. We just got a major distribution deal with one of the major satellite providers in, in the country. We don't name who yet. We haven't come out with that. But in September, we will be probably in about five to six million homes right off the bat. And, um, we're also we're on a number of streaming different you know networks and things like that. So a lot of people they get frustrated because they see me on Facebook and social media and they're like, oh, we want to watch, we want to see what you. And I'm like, of course you want to watch me. I'm amazing. But <laughs> seriously, all humility aside, <laughs> it's frustrating because people can't they they can't see the mm -hmm. show. They're like, oh well, is it a streaming network? You know how do we mm -hmm, do that? And mm -hmm. so and, and so, uh, you know then I you, I have friends who are like, oh Chad, how's that internet television thing going? <laughs> So that's <laughs> well, the TV show, the you know, it's like I say, I do a radio yeah. show. It's not necessarily on radio, but it's the style of show. You're sure. doing a TV show because that's what it is. It's a TV exactly. show. And, and so, exactly. so I can say I knew you win now that we've met because it sounds like over the next year yeah. it might, you know, really blow up. Well, it's it's been funny because through the social media stuff, I've gotten so much. It, it's It's almost like two tracks running side by side. So, so I've had the TV thing. That's that's been one level of exposure. But then the social media stuff and the videos on Facebook and what have you. That has far outpaced anything else. And so people, you know, my mother is in Augusta, Georgia. My parents live in Augusta, Georgia. My mother has an antique shop. And somebody came into her shop the other day and introduced her to a friend and said, and she said, and, and, and her son is a TV personality. And my mother was like. No, he's not. <laughs> and, they, and they were like, yeah, he really is. And my mother's like, oh, well, I guess now that I think about it, you're right. He is. So it's funny. People having a, they have a weird way of trying to wrap their head Who you are and what you, you are, know? which is probably perfect for yeah. how you have been made. You are probably enjoying yeah. just the, can't even label it. My wife's friends, they'll come to her and they'll say, well, her husband's a celebrity. And I say, I'm not a celebrity. They say, oh, well, he's famous. Uh, Facebook famous. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's, let's qualify. So those are still those are titles and and you know deals like that that I'm just not comfortable with at this point because you got to put it in perspective it is what it is it's a it's been fun yeah. you know it's 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 it doesn't show any signs of slowing down I've got a good friend of mine I was on the phone with him the other day and he said he said you're the only person I know who has ever become famous by pretending to be famous <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and, and I said, that's a pretty doggone good way of putting that. Maybe that's and, how everybody uh, gets you know, famous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to hold on to that. He said, you have done the best job of pretending to be somebody when we all know you're not. <laughs> well, some people have talent, and that's how they become famous. And yeah. then some people are like yeah. us. We don't really understand why. People even no. care why we say a thing, but yet people seem to listen every once in a while. You know? It's funny. I've always, I've always been an entertainer. But I've never been really good at anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a passable musician. I'm a, I'm a passable 
vocalist or singer. I, I'm a passable, you know, I just know how to communicate. And I said, but I can put those things together in such a way that, that if I put enough mediocrity together, <laughs> it looks really good. There's another thing that you could like, there's an epitaph. <laughs> you put, you put yeah, enough mediocrity exactly. together, people thought he was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what, Chad, on my, on my, on my tombstone, they'll say, you know, Chad, he did mediocre well. <laughs> He did it really well. <laughs> Thank you for making me laugh. Thank you. I needed to laugh today. And that's the thing. My friend Melanie really said, do you know who Chad Prather is? I'm like, no. Oh, you have to watch Chad Prather <laughs> exactly. videos. You have to watch Chad Prather videos. So I watched a couple. And then I was thinking about this conversation thinking, man, I hope I laugh. Because this guy, like, I just watched the one you did about Texas. <laughs> like, and, right, and the thing about right. your humor, is it okay if I play the audio from one of those? Sure, okay. absolutely. Well, I grew up in the state of Georgia, but I got to Texas as fast as I could. And a lot of people send me messages and they tell me they don't like Texas at all and they don't understand why I do. Well, for those of you with that attitude, chances are it's probably best for you to stay away. If you don't like George Strait, Chuck Norris, Willie Nelson, Nolan Ryan, Stevie Ray Vaughan, or Towns Van Zandt, then you're just not going to get along in Texas. We'll keep your health insurance premiums lower if you just stay home because we got a Whataburger around the corner at all times and it's open up 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Somebody give me a wad of chicken with cheese and add some jalapenos and I like it at 3 a.m. We got every topography known to man from the arid canyons of the Big Ben all the way to the covered forest of the Big Thicket. We don't need you to have difficulty trying to navigate around that rough terrain. No, we don't pay state income tax, and I know you're proud to do so in the state where you come from. It's true that most of our high school football teams are better than your Division II college teams, and we believe that we got the best music barbecue and beer from Rar and Sons Brewing all the way down to Shiner, Texas. And guess what? You can't evade obscurity when you're in a foreign country and they ask where you're from and you say Texas. Nobody follows up by saying, where's that? I'm afraid Delaware just can't pass that same test. We'll keep the fat and cholesterol off of you because we're going to make and eat all of the Bluebell ice cream and the Dublin Dr. Pepper. And in New York, if you get hot on a summer day, you got to open up a fire hydrant and stand in the street. We're going to suffer through it and float down the beautiful Comal River and the scenic Guadalupe. Yeah, I know. We're suffering. We're going to keep on making waffle irons in the shape of our state. Y'all don't have to. And we're going to keep on making bathing suits for women that look like our flag. Yes, the toilets at the Bucky's gas station are probably cleaner and the bathroom's in your home, but that's our business. We'll keep it to ourselves. You know, this state's so bad just to deter you from coming into it. I think we ought to start charging admission at interstates 10, 20, 30, 35, and 40, just so you'll rethink it before you drive through. Hey, God bless. Love y'all. Stay home. Remember the Alamo. You just keep talking, and that's what starts cracking me up. I mean, like you say something, then you yeah. say something, then you say something. And before my brain can really process what you just said, you're saying <laughs> something else. And so my brain eventually starts laughing because I got nothing else to process. You. Well, yeah, you're like, you're like, you know what? I want to breathe for this guy because he's not right. breathing, obviously. And therefore, his brain's not working. So I'm going to laugh in order to kind of help him out. So tell us just, a, you know, so we got to hear one of your bits and... I mean, like, I'm very tempted to say, like, every once in a while, can I just pester you and can you just deliver one of these rants of yours, whatever's on your mind, <laughs> you know, as you become famous, maybe every once in a while you could just give me one of your rants. I, I think I think we should do that. I think there should be a, a Life with Lisa exclusive, <laughs> like a heads up, this is coming, so, so be ready. You know, for instance, today, typically I, I do several styles of video. And, and different people have their favorites, whether it's the rant video or my wife and I'll do one where she's in the background. She's never even seen on camera. I'll say, Chad sings songs horribly while Jade packs to go out of town or <laughs> she does housework or, 
you know, walks around the house, you know, in unmentionables. <laughs> but Jade's always doing something. She doesn't want to be on the camera, but I'll play up to whatever she's doing with some, you know, mm -hmm. song or whatever on the guitar. So, <clears throat> you know, I have these different ones. Typically, I'll do a rant video on a Tuesday. I did not do one yesterday. Just got too busy. So I've got to do one today. I mean, the crowd demands it, Lisa. <laughs> the public is beating on the door, the cyber door for, for a Chad Prather rant. I kid, of course. But I'm going to do one today. I'm going to yeah, do one today. On I'll let yeah, you yeah, in on practice it. Yeah, practice on us. I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to do one on the duck lip phenomena of these girls taking pictures of themselves and making a duck mm -hmm. face, you know, with the, or the fish face or whatever. And I don't know who ever told them that <laughs> ducks were attractive or fish were sexy. And I know what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, okay, well, it slenderizes the outside of my face. Yeah, but it makes the inside of your face very unattractive. And so, <laughs> she is so thin looking, so I, but she does look like a duck, yeah. right? <laughs> you, you are a very thin, ugly girl. <laughs> But you know, honestly and truly, there there is an element of of motivation to it for me because I look at that and I'm like, why would girls want to do this to themselves? I mean, you're 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 a female, which by nature you're you're designed to be right. pretty. You're designed to be, and yet you're contorting yourself into this. I don't know what you're doing, um, and and it's almost like it's a syndrome. It's like I can't. You look at some, and if you do it on occasion, it's excusable. But some of these girls, they cannot take a picture without their face automatically contorting to the fish lips. And it's like, you know, you just feel yourself, you feel that pull, the pressure of your face coming to a point at your lips whenever a camera comes out. I don't know. And it really freaks me out when the guys do it because that's a whole other genre of self-portraiture. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, this is um, good. I feel, so, yeah. I feel so honored that you're practicing on us. I, I am a little nervous, though. Are you the kind of person? <laughs> are you the kind of person that once you say it, you lose it? Like, are you a one-time no. performer or is this good practice? You know, my thing is that people ask me all the time, they'll say, they'll say, how many takes does it take for you to, to do the videos? Because my videos, they range from a minute to two and a half minutes. And I just feel like anything more than two and a half minutes is I might as well be reading war and peace <laughs> to you. Really. It's too right. long. Nobody wants right. to watch that. So, so I really try to keep it under two minutes. If I could do it in one minute, I just have so right. much to say, but people, you know, I try to keep it short. But people say, how many takes does it, because I don't, um, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't stutter, I don't stumble. Um. And I tell people, I'll say, it doesn't take takes per se, but I will do two or three versions of it. And then intuitively, I'll just say, okay, this is the one that feels mm -hmm. good. It feels mm -hmm. good. And it may, it may say the same thing, but maybe I looked a certain direction or said something in a certain mannerism. It just feels good. So I'll do it two or three times. Sometimes I'll nail it in one and I'm like, nope, can't do any mm -hmm. better than that. Mm-hmm. And I'll, and I'll do it two or three takes. And so you ask, do I forget? Now, I don't forget, but I might find ways to say it. Okay, better. so it helps. Or it to helps. say it. Okay, yeah, to say it with an expression on my face or, or a certain smile or look or, a, a, you know, a, a <laughs> glance in a certain direction. But, you know, my brain works in a funny way. So, so my, here's how my brain works. You and I are having a conversation right now. And the words that are coming out of my mouth, I'm not thinking about right now. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say eight seconds from now. I'm already preparing to talk to you eight <laughs> seconds from now. So, so people say, well, why don't you stutter or stumble? Because I'm not thinking. I'm on cruise control, man. I'm, I'm just, it's I know scary. it's a weird deal. It's but scary. You must have tons of filters. You know, I worked in Christian radio for 25 years, and I used to joke right. about filters. Like, you have to have, okay, right. I have, 
you know, this denomination listening. Oh, but I got this denomination listening. And oh, and I, my mama's <laughs> yeah. listening. My mama's listening. Let me get the mama filter in there. My husband's listening. And oh my goodness, I forgot <laughs> that man who got mad at me and he knows I work at the radio station who's listening. Oh, he, I got that filter. So you, you, you had yeah. to have a lot of filters because just like you, I think it, it, when it comes out of my mouth, that's when I know what I'm thinking. So it's like, you got to, yeah. you must have a lot of filters in your head then, right? There's a lot because, because I too, I, I'm very similar in that regard. I grew up. Um, I grew up in a in a church home. I grew up in church. We were we were members of the same church for I was members of the same church for you know the first twenty five years mm-hmm. of my life. No, nobody can really say that anymore in this day and age in America. Everybody bounces from church to church. I grew up under one pastor mm-hmm. over those twenty five mm-hmm. years. He is still a mentor mm-hmm. to me, and he's an incredible communicator. The first time I was ever on television, I was two years old. <laughs> it was on his television show. I had listened to a Bible storybook uh, of of you know telling Bible stories. There was a David and Goliath story on there. I listened to that record so many times. I had it memorized at the age of two, all the way down to the musical sound effects that I would (laughs) add to it. And so they had me recite that at two years old on their television show. And then, and then, so, you know, as I grew up, I, I spoke publicly. I was in they would they would use me for academic the schools would use me for academic decathlons in their speech area they didn't use me for math i'll tell you that but they did put me in, yeah hey you know what you once you sit this one out when it comes time to do the talkie talkie we'll call you so so i you know i won several gold medals you know in high school for academic decathlon i was parts of, of dr- drama teams debate teams things like that all the way into college and then and then I started, you know, speaking in churches and things of that nature and, and even pastored churches. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. those filters are yeah, there. Sure. You know, those filters mm-hmm. are there. I was in vocational ministry mm-hmm. for a while, and, and those filters are there. And, and you, you, you start thinking in terms of, man, I need to not alienate this group of people because, let's face, face it, people are who mm-hmm. they are. Everybody's an individual. Everybody's mm-hmm. different. And that's what makes people beautiful. And there's no sense in alienating them for the sake of pandering to another group right. of people. And I've just chosen not to do it. You know, I have people, I get messages every day. People are saying, would you talk about this Confederate flag issue? Well, you could talk about, you know, and the answer is just simply no. It's just not who I am. It's not what I am. Do I have an opinion on it? Yes. And my wife knows it well. <laughs> right? But yes. I don't need to put it out for a million viewers on Facebook. That's a really good word um, right there. Because one of the things that I yeah. said after the Supreme Court ruling, like one of the only posts I put up was, um, it's, you don't always have to share your opinion. That's just my opinion. Right. That's all I said. Exactly. Like, my that's my opinion. You don't have to share your opinion. And I, I had some negative things come to me privately. Like, well, that's what, yeah. if people would share their opinions and this wouldn't have happened. I said, you know yeah. what? I mean, one more opinion in the mix isn't going to change anything. I'm just going to be doing what I do, right? People have always had opinions since the beginning of time, and things are still <laughs> the, in the way they are. And that, and that's you know, so opinions haven't necessarily changed anything. But I, I can tell you this, and this is this is my soapbox: being kind to other people, smiling at other people, loving other people, genuinely doing that, acts of service, taking care of each other, that does change things. And so my words can alienate, my actions can bring together. And that's, that's one of the things that really is kind of a mission for me. Um, not, not from a, you know, I don't do this with a title in front of my name. I don't do it with a church or a denomination or, you know, I'm not coming at it from a religious or, or spiritual, even Christian angle, although a lot of the things that I do are very spiritual. Um, and I found that across the board, it has given me a platform to speak into people's lives that otherwise I just would not have had 
you know that opportunity to influence them positively. Good word. Good so, word. So, I, so you know, it's it's been a good thing for me. I, I'll tell people all the time because they're like, you know, I have I have friends who are are in the ministry or or you know things of that nature, and they'll say, "Man, you've got this platform. Why don't you say this?" And I said, "You don't know what I say in private messages." Because, you know, people people are sending me messages every day. You know, I had a guy who asked me the other day, he's like, man, he said, he said, I'm, I'm 25 years old. My mother died when I was five. He said, honestly, I've had no thoughts of God in my life in 20 years. He said, until I started watching your videos. He said, can you talk to me a little bit in depth? about?" So I get those messages and it is extremely humbling. Yeah, I hear you. You know, um, because... Because I've never come at, uh, you know, from, a, like I said, a religious angle, but it's been a positive angle, and people people see okay, that. Okay, well, so. Chad Prather, it is very nice to meet you. Seriously. Well, thank Seriously, you. I'm, very nice to I, meet I you. I hope that we can be friends, and if I if I may, I'll just pester you in about two or three weeks and say, well, what's, what's going on in that brain of yours, Chad? Yeah, sounds <laughs> okay. good. Okay, God bless you. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Hashtag thanks for listening.